Ladies and gentlemen, this is Movers and Shakers. 
What's up, everyone? Groovers and Shakers is back for the new year with episode 25 with guest DJ Roddy. This is your host, Aldo speaking, and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam 45s. Hey, what up? It's January 26th. We're broadcasting from Long Beach, California, every last Sunday of the month. On today's show, I'll be starting things off with various 45 selections that touch on soul, funk, and a few Latin joints. Ooh-wee. Followed by DJ Roddy's All 45 Mix of Funk, Reggae, and Soul. So stay tuned, keep it on Groovers and Shakers, and let's get back to the music. Yep. Yeah. Feeling the same 
Ah! 
up out there welcome back to groovers and shakers we're kicking off a brand new year and a brand new decade that was dj aldo in the mix giving you a little taste of what we do here on groovers and shakers and that's bringing you eclectic music every last sunday of the month yes sir he's here with me right now welcome back to the show aldo thanks man that was a really eclectic set can you touch on some of the genres that you covered there when i had initially spoken to our guest that we're going to bring here in a minute, DJ Roddy. Yes. You know, he said he's going to basically be along the same uh, type of vibes, you know, keep it eclectic. And I was like, you know what? That sounds, you know, that, that sounds right up our alley. So let me just see what I can come up with here. And we touched on some, some funk. We touched on some soul. And, you know, uh, I don't really have much reggae, but I was able to basically find, you know, a couple of reggae joints within my record collection. And I, you know, played those because our guest here said he was going to, you know, rock some reggae joints as well. You killed it, man. You killed it. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. So the last show we did was in November. And on that show, we covered some funk, soul, some Latin breaks. Yep. It was a fun show. And I think we got a pretty good response on that one. Yep. Big ups to anyone who listened to that show. If you haven't, please go back and check that one out. And then we took the month of December off. So how were your holidays? Good, man. It's been a good month. It, w- it felt nice to, you know, not have it. But at the same time, it also made me kind of miss it. And now I'm glad that we're back, you know, and like you said, you know, in this decade. And we're putting out, you know, more episodes. And I'm just glad to be back again, you know. I had to go through and like put, put a bunch of records away. <laughs> I had a bunch of records that were just out from doing gigs and doing Groovers and Shakers. Yep. And that was a lot of work right there. Exactly. Is there any preparation that you put in for the new year? I actually had to do the same in terms of, you know, file old records away as well, you know, especially from our New Year's gig and just gigs in general as well. And as far as, you know, preparing particularly for this for this set, you know, uh, like I said, when uh, I had spoken to Roddy and he had kind of, you know, mentioned to me what he wanted to do, kind of picked out some records that I recently had purchased. Some of of the ones that I played, uh, you know, like the Soul Fantastics, uh, the Professionals, this last reggae joint, actually, I you know, bought that from Roddy himself. Um, And, you know, some other joints uh, were just songs that I thought were going to go well with what he wanted to play. Since you're talking about those tracks anyways, why don't you just go ahead and uh, jump in and run through your tracks? Yep, let's do this. Let's see here. So the very first track that we opened up the show with was The Counts. The title of that track was Pack of Lies. You know, that's a classic track. 
you know, it's been sampled famously by Snoop Dogg and I'm sure like plenty of other, you know, hip hop artists. That's on Westbound. That's from 1971. Then when we started my actual set, uh, the very first song, which was a reggae track, that was uh, called The Backstabbers. And that's by The Professionals. That's on GES. And that's from 1973. And they're actually from uh, Belize, so South America. That record is really dope. It's more on the Latin soul and Latin funk tip. And it's got like two reggae joints and that being one of them. Dope. After that, what I had just mentioned earlier was The Soul Fantastics. The name of that track was uh, Groovy Situation, and that's on Taboga. And I believe they are from Panama. Really, really dope uh, Latin soul band. They put out a lot of like dope, just freaking fire and heat. So pick it up if you see it out there. After that was Jim Dandy, and that was by Margie Hendrick, and that's on Soundstage from 1968. And then we followed it with Safari, and that was by Eddie Sine, and that was on Sussex from 1973. And after that was another funky track. Uh, which was Do It For Me, and that's by General Crook, and that was on Down to Earth Records, and that's from 1970. And then we followed it by another f- personal favorite of mine, which was uh, Widow, and that's by Africa. That's on Ode from 1968. And after that was Them Changes, and that was by Gloria Walker on Federal from 1972. And then after that was Keep the Faith, Part 1, and that's by Johnny Otis, excuse me, that was by the Johnny Otis show on Eldo Records, and that's from 1968. After that was Chaka Chop by the Chaka Chas, and that's on Polydor from 1971. It's one of those tongue twisters, man. <laughs> then after, the, um, after that track was These Are the JBs by the JBs. That's on King from 1970. Then we followed it with another favorite of mine, which was uh, Chico and Buddy with Can You Dig It? That's on Taster from 1970. And we were just talking over uh, Village Soul, and that's by Michael Chung, and that's on Black Wax from uh, 1975. Dope. Thanks. Really nice set, and thanks for running through that set for us. I appreciate it. No problem. I hope all the listeners out there enjoyed it. I'm sure they did, and our listeners need to get ready right now because it's about that time to bring in this month's guest. Oh, shit. I'd like to welcome to the show DJ Roddy. Thanks for being here. Hey, no problem. So I used to run into you a lot just around Long Beach and at your shop, Solific Records. It was always fun being in there, just chopping it up with you. So I'm glad that you're here on our show now. I'm excited for this. Yeah, I'm excited too. Thanks for having me. Of course. I know you've been collecting records and DJing for a while now. And I was wondering, how did it all start for you as far as just getting into you know, DJing or records? I'd collected records since I was probably like 10 or 11. Wow. It was definitely the first record I bought was uh, Prince 1999. Good choice. And, uh, <laughs> just, and then it was since I was a little younger, I, and then I tried Men at Work, and that was like the next one. And okay. Then the Fat Boys. Nice. <laughs> Some more hits, and uh, you know those are bangers too. Yeah, but yeah, I just I've always been into music. Um, I played piano since the age of five. Oh wow! And um, just music is definitely a big part of my life. Do you still play piano? I do. Yeah. And um, I'm working on something right now that I hope will be out this year. I'm working on like a solo project that nice. that I've been like pushed. It's been pushed back for a while, but I'm I'm going to have a bunch of people collaborate with me on that. And it's just going to be my own project. What is the sound that you're going for going to be like? It's going to be a mixture. Like it'll definitely have like elements of soul and funk, and some reggae, um, a little bit of hip hop, various styles. 
we'll definitely keep our eyes peeled for that. And, um, you know, maybe we'll be able to play one of those tracks on our show one of these days. Yeah, that'd yeah, be well, great. We're definitely looking forward to that. So I know you do have a lot of heat when it comes to records. What are we going to get into today? What did you bring for us? I brought a little bit of 60s, 70s soul funk, some reggae, soul for reggae, because um, I'm, I'm really into uh, collecting soul covers done reggae style. So, I love that. Yeah, so I brought some of that. A little bit of Brazilian, a couple Brazilian tunes that awesome. that I play out a lot. So um, yeah. That's, that's what I'm getting into. Awesome, today. man. I love Brazilian music, too. I can't wait to get into this set and hear what you have for us. So I think we're going to go ahead and get set up and uh, dive in. All right. Sounds good. Yep. Let's do this. All right, everyone. This is how we're going to kick off 2020 on Groovers and Shakers. Everyone, put your hands together for DJ Roddy. Roddy, drop those 45s on him. <laughs> In the rain It may sound crazy But I want to go outside In the rain Think I'm gonna cry In the rain 
must have made her just for me When she smiled so warm and tender A sight for sore eyes to see Ooh. Ain't no woman like the one I've got No woman don't come better To make her happy doesn't take a lot She's a real good thing
Timeless cloud With timeless hopes That never start Lord, but I feel that way Oh, my soul My soul this day Oh, but what am I to do? My mind is in a world Give me a little hope One small thing to cling to You got me going in circles Detroit, aka Sonic Dread, aka Renard the God, and you're listening to Groovers and Shakers.
come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house. I'm gonna give you candy. Come on to my house, my house. I'm gonna give you apple and plum and apricot too. Come on to my house, my house. Come on. Come on to my house, my house. Come on. Come on to my house, my house. I'm gonna give you figs and a dates and a grapes and a cake. Come on to my house, my house. Come on. Come on to my house, my house. Come on. Come on to my house, my house. I'm gonna give you candy. Come on to my house, my house. I'm gonna give you everything. Tashi no ouchi e anata ni agemashou candy. Uchi e oide yo atashi no ouchi e anata ni agemashou bingo ni sumomo ni anzu aikaga. Come on my house, my house, come on. Come on my house, my house, come on. Come on my house, my house. Anata ni agemashou yaki ni kubudo ni natsume ni cake. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Uchi e oide yo, atashi no ouchi e anata ni agemashu candy. Come on to my house, my house. Nande mo kande mo agemashu. Nande mo kande mo agemashu. Nande mo kande mo Yeah. Wow. Ha. 
To Groovers and Shakers, your home for eclectic music, and you just heard a very nice set of some reggae, funk, and soul 45s by our guest, DJ Roddy, and he's here with us right now. Welcome back, Roddy. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Once again, you know, thank you for joining us. Oh, no problem. I'm glad to be here. For that sure. was dope, man. Yeah, I love that set. On. Yeah, man. A lot of fire. Thanks. A lot. Before we get into your set, can you uh, tell the people where you're from? Well, um, I was born in San Diego, California, and, okay. um, I, but I grew up in Long Beach uh, pretty much since I was from five years old. So you've been living in Long Beach since you were five? Uh, since I was five, yeah. 
You did move a couple times, though, like I think you lived in Japan for a couple years and stuff yeah. as well. Yeah, 2005, uh, I moved to Japan. Okay. And then I lived there for a little bit over seven and a half years. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Let's talk about that set you just did. You played a combination of music, all on 45s. Can you talk a little more about some of the labels that some of these tracks that you played, uh, particularly the the reggae stuff? Yeah, the, I opened up uh, with. Uh, the Chosen Few, okay. and it's a soul cover on the Micron label. Okay, and that was a small label out of Jamaica, and which focused a lot on on uh, soul covers. Okay, do you find a lot of music that's on Jamaican labels, like Jamaican pressings, out here, or do you order those like from Jamaica and have them shipped here? Um, actually, a lot of these I bought when I was living in Japan. I have a couple friends that own a couple of really good reggae shops over there. Um, one of them is called Drum and Bass Records, an awesome shop that's still open in Osaka. And uh, they travel back and forth and, and buy 45s and bring them back to Japan. They just have everything over there, don't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no matter what genre. Too much. <laughs> I'd like to know a little bit more about some of those Japanese pressings that you played in your set. So about halfway through your set, you played a couple reissues that were only released in Japan, stuff that wasn't originally released on 45, that they released on 45. Uh, what were some of those tracks? There was like the, the Simandi, there was a... Yeah, actually, the, the Simandi was um, Mr. Bongo. That's oh, from okay. England. But um, the uh, Jimmy Smith track... Um, the Barry White cover. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, released in Japan only. I love that track, and I, it's so good that they released that on 45. I feel like that song belongs on 45. Yeah, definitely. And then towards the end of your set, you threw a couple more Japanese 45s in that were just bangers. What? Yep. Uh, which ones were those? That was uh, Che Ami. The song was called Come On To My House. Che Ami was a um, Japanese singer she sang during the war as like when the servicemen would come over she gigged all over and did a lot of shows for the servicemen wow yeah after the war like world war ii yeah okay yeah and this one's an early one i don't the exact date oh actually this one was 72 but um that song is an older song and she's really popular and she was really popular in japan yeah still to, for the, the older generation but she that one she did a nice little groovy kind of you know totally so good yeah that was tight how are things different in japan when it comes to collecting records and djing than here in the united states in japan people that collect certain genres they usually focus on that genre so a lot of my friends like were reggae djs and they only pretty much exclusively bought reggae. So they're like genre-focused. Genre-focused. Yeah. Because records are ex expensive over right. there, so especially to have the originals. If someone plays funk, they're pretty much just buying funk right. or or soul or whatnot. Right, right, right. Um, but that's kind of, I mean, there's guys that definitely collect different genres, but in Japan, that's kind of how it is. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I know you have that collector mentality when it comes to records, but do you also collect Japanese toys? I do, but uh -huh. I, I used to have a big like collection of Japanese toys, which unfortunately I sold a lot of them. Oh. But yeah, I, I did have, at one point, I had a big collection, and then I 
I sold them off to someone. Yeah, I don't really know much about Japanese toys, but is there like a holy grail or anything? Like, what's is there like a Japanese toy that everybody's after? God, the old the plastic figures that are kind of like the ones that like in the Ultraman and Godzilla. Those older, they're kind of like I forgot what material, like almost like a PVC type of material. Oh, okay. um, vinyl, vinyl ones. I'm sorry, those vinyl toys. The the ones from like the 50s are really collectible, and they have shops over there just for that kind of stuff wow. too, where they only have those uh, vintage uh, toys and whatnot. Yeah, I know there's a big market for that. So since you lived there for so long and then moved back to the United States, was there anything like about their culture that uh, made you look at American culture differently when you came back here? Yeah, definitely. It was like reverse culture shock coming back to Long Beach, even because <laughs> I, I can was imagine. There. Even though I came back every couple of years to visit, right? Definitely, like the big thing is like in Japan, they have something called senpai and kohai. What is that? And senpai is like the person that's kind of your the person you look up to, or the person that has a little bit more knowledge than you have. Interesting. And kohai is the person that's under. So the the student or, you know, that's basically, and that goes for like friendships and business, but it's not really spoken. It's just kind of known. So that that, that was the hard part about when I moved there was getting used to that because I was introduced to a really, a a really cool guy who owned a bar over there. Um, It was called Caliente and it was records and then he made drinks and it was a really cool place and he sold records too. But he was like the guy, the big guy in town. So it was it was good for me that I was able to like meet him first, and then yeah. he introduced me to everybody else, and which was really cool. But yeah, senpai kohai. It's it's it's, it's a lot like a, different. It's like their philosophy then. Yeah, kind of like philosophy, just respecting because there's so much. You know, there's a lot of respect. You know, they have that's good the manners and whatnot. It's like respecting yeah. the your elders, right. basically. Yeah, and but it it can be a little tiresome because you have to really like, you know, make an effort, make an effort. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but that's great that you brought that philosophy back with you. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, yeah. you know changed the way you look at things. You know, absolutely. forever. Yeah, absolutely. You had a record store. A couple of years back here in Long Beach, Solific Records. Yeah. You ended up closing down shop because you moved, but now you're back in Long Beach again. So, Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> so I was curious, are you still selling records and how can people purchase records from you? Right now, uh, I'm selling on Discogs okay. and it's a uh, Soul Shack vinyl is what I'm going under on, on Discogs. Uh, but I do have plans to make an online shop, hopefully in the next few months is my plan to do that again. Do you have like a name in mind or anything for the online store? Um, right now, um, I'm, I have like a working name, um, Sound Dimension Records. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I actually put up an Instagram already, but uh, it just says coming soon. Okay. What, and what I'm, is that handle on, on Instagram? It's uh, sound underscore dimension underscore records. And then on Discogs again, one more time, please. And Soul Shack Vinyl. You did the Good Foot for a long time, and the Good Foot is a funk and soul dance party here in Long Beach that goes down at Alex's bar. Aldo and myself, no doubt, have had some good times there. Yep. How long were you a part of the Good Foot? I started the Good Foot um, with my best friend Dennis, Dennis Owens, um, mm-hmm. uh, 98. 
Wow. That's when we started that club. What was the original location? The original location was at the Quesera. Okay. Yeah. We know about Quesera. Quesera is uh, cool. I've played shows there with my bands. That's right. Over the years. And um, yeah, it's actually gotten better and better. I hear the sound system there is pretty nice these days. Yeah, they upgraded it and... Yeah, it's, it sounds good. How long were you guys at Case Raw before you moved it over to Alex's bar? We were there for 13 years. At wow. Case Raw. wow. Yeah, Case Raw. That's a long time. Yeah, and it was still continuing when I left for Japan. And then um, at the 13-year anniversary, I flew back to do the, the anniversary. Nice. And that, which was a great night. It was amazing. Was it? Yeah, it was a really good night. And then, and then we took a little hiatus. Um, Dennis decided to, to stop it. And they were just continuing to do the uh, Christmas Goodfoot at right. Alex's. Mm-hmm. I do remember those editions. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, when um, when I came back from Japan, Dennis and I had talked about, let's restart it again. And he was really hesitant to restart it. And then I, I'm like, there's definitely a demand. Like, we should definitely oh, yeah. restart it again. And then he's he was like, yeah, okay, cool. We'll, we'll do it. And then we decided on Alex's because it was a little bit bigger space. Yeah, definitely. And there's always people there. So I, there was a demand for it. Yeah, yeah. Over that long span of time, you guys, among doing DJ sets there, you also had a lot of really amazing live performances. Who were some of those artists that you can think of off the top of your head? Like somebody who really put on a good performance? Some highlights. Or, you know, somebody that was just really cool to meet in person. Why am I forgetting? Did you have right like Clarence now? Reed or somebody or, um, or like? No, we didn't have Clarence oh, Reed. Um, I, I organized um, Clarence <coughs> Clarence Reed um, to do a show at a place called Space is a Place. I used to do a roller disco in oh, LA. Okay, and we had Clarence come from Florida, and he stayed at my house, which was which was pretty crazy. And what was that like? Because I'm such a big Clarence Reed fan. What is he like? I mean, especially since he was staying with you. He was really cool. He's just super funny and a really nice guy. But yeah, it was there was some crazy stories with him. Like he kind of like his vibe is really cool, but unexpected things would happen every time we'd be around him, and kind of just it was it was pretty interesting to say. (laughs) Yeah, he seems. I mean, just by (laughs) some of his music, just by some of his music, you know, he seems like a character. He seems like a really interesting person. What were some of those experiences? Anything come to mind? Oh my gosh. The, that we can talk about on yeah. the radio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other one, I don't know. <laughs> you want to talk about <laughs> but the, the funny thing was, and he didn't realize this, but when he, he got off the plane and he comes into my house, you know, Florida is tropical. Yeah. There's lots of bugs, right? You know, flying cockroaches, like. Crazy, yep. Just bugs you've never even, we don't get over here. For sure. Well, he had put a suitcase in his garage, which had tons of bugs in it. And he opens up his suitcase and he hadn't realized he just, you know, before he came to my house and he had his clothes in there, he opens up his suitcase on my kitchen floor and literally like almost a hundred bugs come crawling out of the suitcase into oh, my kitchen. Wow. <laughs> And I had no idea. Like, I'm like, Clarence, what's going on? He's like, oh, I left this in my garage. I didn't realize, like, I, I couldn't find my other suitcase. So, um, <laughs> so literally, like, just the strangest tropical bugs just crawled out. And oh, I, my God. And I ran to my closet, and I grabbed the vacuum, and then I'm, like, vacuuming up all these bugs as they're trying to, like, 
just spread out all over me. You're like, oh shit, what did I get myself into? Yeah. That was like the first impression right there. Yeah, huh? it's just funny. It's fitting because you know his alter ego is Blowfly. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, that's, I'm sure that's something that you'll never forget. That's hilarious. Yeah, but that wasn't his fault. But it was it was funny and things like that. Yeah, that's would, funny as things hell. Things like that would happen quite a bit, and sometimes he'd get really angry, and huh. it wouldn't be like directed at me, but you know, maybe somebody else that was in his band, like in my house and he like slams his fist down and then he broke my table. Like, and then the neighbor calls the cop, the police and the police show up. And then he, he just comes outside when the police, he's like, don't worry officers. Everything's okay. It's, it's fine. And then that's just a friend of mine. (laughs) (laughs) But those kind of stories, um, <laughs> Those kind of things happen. That's when, when yeah, that's great. Kids. It's kind of cool when stuff like that happens sometimes because you just always have that story. You know, it's something I'm sure you'll never forget. Yeah, that experience. Yeah. yeah. So, what about the Goodfoot? Who was like a performance or somebody that came through and did a performance at the Goodfoot? It was a highlight during the early days of Goodfoot. The first performance we had was a band that I put together, and it, we were. Um, we kind of sounded like the Meters, Booker T, and the MGs. We were called the Sonic Prophets. And we put together an instrumental set of songs that we played on 45 at the club. And um, and that went over really well. And so that band didn't last too long, but it was maybe a little bit over a year. Um, but that was the first live performance that we had. So you guys do have some recordings then? Yeah, we have some recordings from that uh, of, the, of that set. Okay, recordings of that set. That's yeah. awesome. Is there anywhere to listen to those? Or right now, no. I man, just, you should I put those out. I know. We sh- I should. Yeah, but that was really fun. So we did that, and then actually at the Kesara, we didn't have any other live performances. Uh, but then when we moved it to Alex's, and when I came back from Japan, we had several different groups play. The Surefire Soul Ensemble from San mm-hmm. Diego, who are awesome. Those guys are great. Yeah, man. They, that first album they put out, that's fire. I remember, yeah. actually, I think I, we either were both at that show, but I know for sure I was at that show and I ended up copying those 45s. Yeah. Super dope. I remember you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those local cats from San Diego. Yeah. yeah. San Diego has a really good scene. They and, do, man. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah, so we had them play. Our friend Bobby, who put together the Funk Fest in Long Beach, he did a, uh, several years of the Funk Fest. He's in a band called Delta Nove, and then he had, um, we had his other band play, which is like a Brazilian funk group, Os Zagueros. And they okay. were really good. Um, they did a lot of like covers of um, Brazilian funk and soul uh, groups. That was that was good. And uh, we had a couple other groups in there, but um, um, I remember seeing. Um, I think it was like Jungle Fire and like Boogaloo mm-hmm. Assassins. I'm not sure if they played at exactly the Goodfoot, oh. but were some of those bands? Yeah, actually, um, we had Boogaloo Assassins play. Okay, and I think they played twice. Yeah, um, they're really good. They're, they're really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're really good. They put on a great show. Yep. I know you're not doing the Goodfoot anymore, but uh, what do you have going on these days? Are you involved with any gigs or? Um where can the people come out and hear one of your sets? Um, I just started a residency at uh, this new bar that opened up called The Grasshopper. And it's called Sunday Grooves. And um, I'm going to have guests come through there. But it's it's every Sunday from 5 to 10 p.m. Okay. And it's it's nice, like, just like loungy groove environment. Awesome. And then I'm also going to do uh, First Fridays there. Uh, I'm going to start a club that's kind of similar to Good Foot Vibe. Uh, it's called Soul Strut. 
Awesome. And that's that's going to be like heavy funk and soul. Um, and and I do have plans to do something else, but that's it's in the works right now. Okay. So awesome. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to uh, come check those nights out. I haven't been to the Grasshopper yet. You're doing two separate events there, yeah. so you must like that place. Do you like the Grasshopper? Yeah, What's the vibe like? It's there? really nice. It's super it's dope. It's super classy. Actually, saw Aldo over there <laughs> when he did his night over there, and that that was really cool. I didn't realize that the uh, one of the owners, um, John Godin, um, was a friend of mine. I, I didn't know that he had something to do with that. Um, and then we talked, and uh, we agreed to do uh, so I could do a weekly there which is Sunday Grooves. Well, that's exciting news. I can't wait to come check those out. We're going to start wrapping the show up. So is there somewhere out there where people can, you know, stay in touch with you and maybe get more information about your events that are coming up? Yeah, you can uh, check my Instagram and it's uh, DJ Roddy, uh, DJ underscore Roddy. And um, I post all the events that I'm doing on there and uh, and other information um, even regarding um, in the future when I have my online shop another collector nerdiness (laughs) yeah for sure a lot to look forward to we're so happy you came on the show today this has been awesome we're gonna definitely have to do this again sometime please and uh i'm sure you'll be seeing us at your gigs you know i can't wait to come out there and uh see what see what you have in store for everyone great yeah thanks for having me on yeah no problem thank you for coming through and remember, you can check us out on Instagram as well. We are at Groovers and Shakers. We appreciate everybody who's been supporting us on there. And we also appreciate everyone who's just been supporting us across all our platforms. So big ups, guys. Thank you. Yep. We look forward to this new year. That's right. Don't forget, you can always catch me and Julian, plus special guests at Jive Ass Fridays. That's every last Friday of the month at the Stash Bar here in Long Beach. The next one will be taking place next week, Friday, January 31st, with special guest Nat Rock, who was the previous guest on the show. So big ups to the homie. You can also follow us on Instagram at Jive Ass Fridays to keep up with us. In addition to Jive Ass Fridays, Julian and myself picked up another residency called Give It Up. That's every second Saturday of the month at the new spot here in Long Beach called The Grasshopper, which Roddy was just mentioning. So come by and check it out. It's like he said, it's really nice and the drinks are delicious. <laughs> delicious yep and one last announcement well actually it's two announcements we'll also be doing a, a guest spot that's julian and myself we'll be doing a guest spot at milk Crate mondays that's on february 3rd so big ups to the homies there as well as uh, uptown boogie and that'll be on february 12th so big ups to those homies as well that's pretty much it for me when it comes to the gigs you're a busy man nowadays yeah <laughs> <laughs> Roddy, I'm going to put you on the spot one more time. I was wondering if there's one last track that you could close us out with. I don't know if you have anything off the top of your head or if you want to just surprise us and we'll just see what happens here. Okay, I'll throw something on. So thank you to everyone for tuning in from all across the world. We appreciate your continued support. Feels good to be back in the new year and we'll return next month. We're out of here. Peace. Peace out. Everybody's open.